Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We also have a very special guest in studio with us. The investigative reporter for The Daily Signal is Tony Kennett. Tony, we got a number of different places we can start, but let's start with Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Uh, Hunter kind of gets the slap on the wrist. A lot of people are saying this is what we're talking about. This is the two-tier justice system. And I would argue it's not Republican and Democrat. It's who you know and who you don't. The haves and the have-nots. If you come from a wealthy, powerful family, you're going to get away with stuff. If you don't, you're not. And that's the truth. If Bill Gates walked into the studio and shot all of us, he wouldn't go to jail. That's just the truth. That is the way that it is. And yet, if I like barely rear-ended his car on the highway, I would get 15 years. That's exactly how the justice system works. Everyone knows that. My question is, at this point, what are you going to do about it? Uh, to, to those who are listening, I mean, what? Are you just going to like vaguely trust that the next politician is going to you know, suddenly, I guess, sort of maybe influence the justice system? The DOJ, the FBI, is rotten to the core. They are. At this point, I want to see the FBI disbanded completely. I want to see the DOJ stripped down to its bones, and that might not even be enough because there's no there's no standard anymore for for you or for me. Is that going to uh, be something that moves the needle for any of these candidates? Though? No. No, and it won't because everyone knows deep down in their bones they're not going to do anything. And even the candidates that I like a lot, I don't think are going to do it. There are candidates that have talked about it. Tim Trump, Scott talked about it last night on his town hall. Right. Tim Scott's talked about it. DeSantis has talked about it. Trump has talked about it. Of course, Trump did nothing about it the first time, so I'm a little skeptical. Those kind of swampy, deep state nonsense that have now been proven to be real. Again, I ask, what are you going to do about it as an individual? When the left gets mad, they burn down a Midwestern city. When the right gets mad over perceived injustices. We say, we write a very strongly worded letter, we stamp our feet and say, that's wrong. They have a committee hearing. Yeah, and then nothing happens. And then we let the left burn down our city. There's there's an old meme that's got Chris Farley on it from his van down by the river sketch, but it has him standing next to the time Attorney General Barr, and he's like, for the love of God, arrest somebody! (laughs) It's like, yeah, all right, you first, let's see it. I'm not seeing it. How much faith do you have in uh, Comer and Grassley and this guy, these guys are running the House Oversight Committee looking at these FBI documents and the supposed recordings from the whistleblower and the Burisma executive that they have Joe Biden on tape, they have Hunter Biden on tape, they have the this document that uh, proves or points out the pay-for-play kind of for influence when Joe Biden was vice president. How much faith do you have that this is going to pan out in a way that uh, the American public who hates this kind of thing will say to themselves, oh, okay, wow, they actually achieve something here. I have absolutely zero faith they'll do anything. I would sooner drink Flint, Michigan's tap water than I would trust the Republican investigations here. Seriously, I do not believe in any way, shape, or form they're going to do anything, because they never do. That's what we talk about from time to time on this program. The Republicans are really good about scheduling the hearings and having zingers, and you're going to have great audio from Josh Hawley and Matt Gates and House and Senate. You're going to have amazing 
interesting sound bites that we're going to play on the radio. News stations will play as sound bites on their programs, and nothing will happen. No. All the, quote, boogeymen will get away with it, like the big tech folks and everybody in between, and it'll be an afterthought in about a month. This is one of the reasons why I'm really shocked that people that are, you know, your peons, those of us that don't have the elite, fancy Harvard education uh, immunity from going to prison and all of that. Hey, Ball State is the Harvard of Muncie. <laughs> That's right. I have two very fancy receipts from there that are worth like one Gwyneth Paltrow candle. I, I will ask you this. So, the, the guy in New York that uh, the homeless man was threatening everyone, the guy ended up uh, wrestling him to the ground. What yes. was that guy's name? You remember? Daniel that, Penny. Yeah, Daniel Penny. So, he surrenders himself to the police. Uh, did not have to surrender himself to the police, and now is being charged and indicted, and he's going to have—he's probably going to end up going to prison. Why surrender yourself to the police at that point over something? Do you honestly think that this justice system is going to vindicate you over something like this in New York City? I, I don't understand why some people are continuing to play along. That, that's all I'm saying. Tony Kennett with us from the Daily Signal. Now, education is kind of your bread and butter here. So I want to get your thoughts on this story from the New York Times earlier today. And I love this was breaking news. Breaking news. Math and reading scores for 13-year-olds in the United States have hit the lowest levels in decades with a sharp drop since the pandemic began. Yeah, I love that it's breaking news, too. It's, it's like someone coming into the, the the funeral room and telling you that there's a corpse lying on a table. Like, yeah, we're, we're looking at it, dude. I don't know what it is that you're saying is breaking here. Uh, it's amazing uh, to see all of the schools that doubled up on equity, and, and I love this so much. Dr. Patricia Payne from IPS talked about this all the time. We have to focus on the fact that the kids are black and white, and the kids can't read. And that's what really matters. Not the amount of melanin in their skin, but we're going to start yet another racial equity initiative. Our kids can't read, but if we distract you with conversations about equity and about pride and how that's really the problem, then you may not notice the fact that your kids cannot read or do math or uh, keep from running into brick walls and, and the other kind of nonsense in public schools. And depending on where you lived, kids were told not to go to school for a year, maybe even two years. This e-learning thing was such a load of crap. The kids got absolutely nothing out of them. And the parents who normally just use the schools as a babysitter service, do you really think they were teaching these kids anything at home? No, because I was one of the teachers that was aggressively trying to get my Lawrence North students to learn during this thing. And I tried to give them standards. And I tried to give them deadlines and said, no, you need to turn this in by this time. The kids didn't care. They knew nothing was going to happen to them. And the school forbade me from taking grades during wow. that point in time. And by the way, I have a degree, a master's degree in e-learning. It's the most worthless thing on earth. And I should be the guy that's out there cheering for e-learning. Yeah, it's great. No, it was terrible. It was executed horribly, especially in the rural schools. And now what, we're supposed to be shocked that it didn't work? Okay. I just don't know why we're supposed to be like freaked out over this breaking news that, yeah, kids are going to struggle when you take them out of school. Like We're in a 10-year kind of window where this is going to affect every single grade. Some kids were younger than others. Some kids were older when they were told to stay home. But it's a big window. And this is the exact reason that when I hear all of the liberals of Indianapolis whine and cry about the conservatives that are being appointed to school boards. Oh, the horror. They want to focus on academics instead of dildo books for the elementary library. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. Lord. That's, that's what they... And those are, by the way, there are books on dildos that were in the 
Hamilton East Public Library in the kids section. And this is what I love because you can say these things and you've got the receipts. You know exactly the books and you've seen the pictures. Yeah, I was a science teacher. I like to cite my sources, a big shocker. And the school board members that want to focus on academics are not your enemy. That's why they're getting elected because parents want their kids to learn to read, write, learn science and history while they're in school. You know, like school's supposed to be about, not for some activist teacher from Ball State to talk about how excited she is about transgender puppy love. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, let me give you a headline here uh, Here with Tony Kennett. Um, exclu- this is from the Daily Mail. Exclusive. The trans school conspiracy exposed. Midwest teachers trade tips on some Subversively and quietly transitioning kids without telling their parents and skirting Republican gender laws in workshop funded by the federal government. By the way, that workshop is called Midwest and Plains Equity Assistance Center, which is located in downtown Indianapolis. I was assured. I was reassured. I was re-reassured by Democrat senators in Indiana and by representatives and by those who came and protested with the red for Ed. And they said, we're not indoctrinating students at all. We, we can't even get our kids to sit down. You think that we can indoctrinate them with the gay? And I remember looking at them and saying, you are, as teachers, specifically inserting topics that are inappropriate into the classroom because you are desperate for affirmation and attention. And they would, again, start to scream and cry and say, racism and bigotry and homophobia. It's not happening. It's not happening. And now, oh, what do you know? There's evidence that this is happening in schools. Remember the undercover investigation where teachers admitted to teaching with critical race theory in schools. Man, I I hate being right, but I love it because maybe the parents won't trust these morons at the teachers' unions and these administrators in public schools anymore. Now, it doesn't appear in this article that any teachers from Indiana attended this quote-unquote workshop, again, funded by the federal government, which operates, which is put on by an organization here in downtown Indianapolis. But the very fact that they're (laughs) trying to hide, like, just overall, people that are trying to hide things from parents having to do with their kids just infuriates me. If I ever found out a teacher was trying to do that to me, it would I, I'd blow my stack. And they're doing this together. They're trying to get yes. tips to do it better and better tips and to keep it from the and parents. And we're paying for it! <laughs> this is one of the reasons that I think that the Attorney General in Indiana should have complete and total control over all types of licensure. And I don't think that the DOE should have control over what a teacher's license does. I don't. The, the Attorney General should be able to block a license if a teacher does this crap. These people think they're the super friends. Like, remember when Superman and Batman and Aquaman <laughs> had the cartoon? They would all get together and solve problems. It's race boy and gender girl. <laughs> Greta Thunberg said we'd all be dead by now. You showed me a tweet from five years ago on this very date. Let me see if I can find it here. Quote. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't read it. Let me get my Greta Thunberg accent out and read it. Oh, please. A top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all of humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. And that was uh, June 21st. I didn't know she was gold member from Austin Powers. That's <laughs> To be fair, gold member actually knew a little more about science than Greta Thunberg. 
<laughs> so, accent aside, it. June 21st, 2018, Greta, who for whatever reason, everybody hangs on her every word, said that uh, we'd all be wiped out unless we stopped using fossil fuels over the next five years. Still here, baby. I saw a kid wipe out on a bicycle yesterday, so maybe that's what she was alluding to, <laughs> out in the beautiful sunshine, and the weather is fine. And uh, we're still using fossil fuels. That's true. We are. Although, uh, apparently, your fossil fuels are what caused the uh, arsonist to light that Canadian forest on fire. So, that's Please. it's climate change arson. It's, it's the new thing. Hey, before we wrap it up here, we got about three minutes left with uh, Tony Kennett. You sent me this thing about the trans activist upset that Elon Musk is calling it. When you use the word cis or cisgender or CIS, Elon Musk calls it a slur. So that's a slur for straight, white, you know, heterosexual males. First of all, what is cis and what is this activist upset about? Uh, so cisgender is a made up word for someone who's normal, uh, someone who, uh, <laughs> if they're a man, they're a man, and if they're a woman, they're a woman, and they operate within the biological bounds of humanity, which is to reproduce uh, with a person of the opposite sex. And, and by the way, that's not an insult to, to say something is scientifically normal. Uh, I understand. Yeah. Blue eyes and brown eyes are normal. I have green eyes. I am normal in that way. It's just how biology works, folks. I'm sorry. Yet, in this case, the, if, if something is a slur, okay, so if I start using a shorthand term to refer to a group of people, especially with a little bit of scorn in my mouth, that oh, has yeah. become a slur. It has. And whether it's a bad slur or not, Elon's right, saying, those cis people don't understand the trans things while go through. Like, yeah, that's a slur. You're I could be described as fat, but if someone calls me fatty, that's a slur. <laughs> Oh, you don't even have to use add the extra T and Y. It was just fat. Um, so no, I don't understand. What, so why are they upset that uh, they're they're upset that they're upset th- that you are accusing that this is the same thing when you accuse uh, progressives who happen to be minorities of, of being racist. Well, yes. I can't be racist. I'm a minority. Yes, I exactly. can't use slurs. I'm a minority. I came from the loins of the universe spirit herself. I can't be wrong. I've got green hair. I'm a Pressed. I, I waited 10 minutes at Starbucks yesterday. Very triggering. What are you working on at the Daily Signal? Uh, breathing exercises for these Hammer and Nigel segments. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got an investigation coming out tomorrow. Uh, actually taking a look at the math and English scores. And it turns out that schools that focus more on pride and race happen to be the ones who aren't teaching English and math. What a surprise. Imagine Shocker. That. Shocker. On Twitter, at the Tonus, Tony Kennett. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.